Entrepreneur on Fire 466. Mix a little inspiration with perspiration and a dash of Entrepreneur on Fire. Now you have the ingredients to success. Here's the master chef, John Lee Dumas. When you choose LegalZoom, you'll be among three dozen companies in the Inc. 500 list who got their start through LegalZoom too. Visit LegalZoom.com to find the service that's right for you and enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Industry-leading bookmarking technology? I know, that's audiobooks.com. Seamlessly switch between devices without losing your place. You can even get your first book for free by going to audiobooks.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Abel James. Abel, are you prepared to ignite? Fire it up, baby. Yes. <laughs> a modern day renaissance man, Abel is a number one best-selling author, top 10 app developer, award-winning talk show host, and serial entrepreneur. His work has been featured in hundreds of media outlets in business, technology, psychology, and health, and he is a host of the wildly popular Fat Burning Man Show, rated as the number one podcast in health in 2012 and 2013. I've given our listeners just a little overview, Abel, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Cool. Yeah, so I grew up, uh, like you, in the middle of nowhere, yes. and I was you were in Maine, I was in New Hampshire, but um, didn't really have TV or anything, so I had to figure out ways of entertaining myself really <laughs> young. So I got super into music. And actually, I started um, recording my own CDs when I was like 14 and 15 and selling them online like in the 90s. Um, <laughs> so that kind of gave me an appreciation for building websites and all of that. And and I had a lot of fun with it. Then, you know, went to school, went to college, got some loans. Eventually, that took me to being a strategy consultant in Washington, D.C. Uh, and then did that for a while, worked with Fortune 500s, uh, and and the government saw how the sausage is made, so to speak, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was pretty interesting. But I found that it was uh, for me more effective to to enact change from the bottom up instead of the top down. Um, it, and we can get into a couple of the reasons why sure. uh, in examples later in the show. But suffice it to say that that now I'm basically into the grassroots, getting people excited about a subject, uh, principally health and, uh, and improving not only people's bodies, but also the world around us, um, through that, that bottom up approach. And I have my show and I have also basically built a few businesses around, uh, the platform that I've built, which has been a heck of a lot of fun. We can get into a little bit more later. Well, Abel, I love your phrase that you were able to see how the sausage was made. And for me, being an officer in the U.S. Army for four years active and four years in the reserves, I definitely also got to see how that sausage was made. And yeah. really interesting. I want to dive into that later and obviously every other part of your journey because that's why we're here. But before we do, Abel, we start every Entrepreneur on Fire interview off with a success quote because we really want to get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. Every kick in the ass is a step forward. It's <laughs> one piece of advice I got <laughs> years ago. I think I was like 15 years old uh, and I was working at a restaurant as a bus boy. And there was this crazy 
uh, Eastern European guy named Simon. And you could hardly understand anything that he ever said, but he was just a hellraiser. And that was something that he told me after he just royally screwed something up. I can't remember what it was, but it was like, <laughs> he, he like spilled an entire meal on someone's face or something like that bad. Um, and he said that, and then it, it really resonated with me. I've always been a perfectionist. And what it does, I, I, I repeat it to myself, it forces me to make mistakes. And you, you always make the most progress, whether you like it or not, when you're making mistakes. And so as a perfectionist, it's always a struggle that I have. I want everything to be shined up and, and ready to go and perfect. But you make the most progress when you're totally screwing up. So I try to do that as often as possible. <laughs> well, Abel, I mean, we could not have created a better segue to what we're going to talk about next because... Man, you've had some incredible successes, some brilliant light bulb and aha moments, but we want to talk about a failure next. We want to talk about a time that you fell flat in your face, Abel, and you really had to pick yourself up and drive forward. Tell us that story, because Entrepreneur on Fire, Abel, we're all about taking the audience with us down to the ground level and sharing around a campfire that time that you just failed. So tell us that story and the lessons you learned. There have certainly been a few, but the one that, that really hit me the most was a time when I did great work for a long time and, and put a lot of my heart and soul into something, and then it didn't really amount to anything. And so mm. what that looked like was, uh, and, and this happens quite often in consulting projects, and you kind of get used to it and you suck it up or whatever, but I was working with uh, the federal government uh, in the Department of Education. I, I worked with a bunch of different Departments was getting kind of higher up at, at that one, working on a really cool project about how to uh, improve the schools across the country. Like best, it was a best practices study looking at how to basically take like homeless kids or kids who had uh, experienced a lot of difficulty staying in school and getting them to graduate and then pursue, uh, you know, a, a meaningful career or college or something else like that. And so we teamed up with Harvard and worked on a, a project that. Uh, it was like 500 pages of really thick text and data looking at all of the ways that we could improve high schools across America. And it, it was about a year and a half uh, that that we spent working on this. And, you know, I, I met with kids in Alaska and in Florida, all over the country and talked to them about like what they were doing at these schools and the teachers as well. And then skip ahead about a year and a half. Um, basically, the government said, uh, sorry, we didn't sign off on, on a couple of papers like two years ago. This report will never see the light of day. Oh. Um, and, and just knowing how many kids it could help and, and how much it could help them was something that it, it killed me, you know, because I not only invested so much time and effort, but I, I saw that like this could change the world and it's being prevented from doing that. And so that was kind of the last straw for me um, in, in that realm anyway. Um, working as a consultant with big companies or with, with the government, because they can basically just say, thanks, <laughs> shake your hand and put it on a shelf and it never sees anything. <laughs> so I, I wanted to, to guarantee that that wouldn't happen again. And so it, it kind of put a fire under my butt to create something. And that turned out to be, uh, you know, the number of businesses that uh, I'm running today, but it, it started much earlier than that as basically a hobby and, and passion for wanting to change the world. And then, you know, the platform came and then you can spin off companies from, from that, but it you have to start from a place of belief. And I found that, uh, it's, it's not just having that belief, but it's also making sure that you, uh, you have a path to enact change in the world as well. 
I mean, Abel, that is just a riveting story. And, you know, from my perspective, I have been just seeing over and over again, once entrepreneurs get a taste of what it means to actually be able to create something and then have control of that, that nobody else can say, nope, that's being shelved. That's never going to be see the light of day. But now we as entrepreneurs today more than ever able, and you know this as a podcaster and, and every other thing that you do, we have the ability to create something and then express it to the world in so many different forms. And the, the whole new different types of new media that are coming out that are allowing entrepreneurs to take their passions, create something that is going to change the world, and then on our own terms, make those changes is incredibly powerful. And if you could just boil it down for us, Abel, like really just one takeaway that you learned from that entire episode of failure and challenge and just kind of disgust with the system, what would you want Fire Nation to walk away with? Build something. Build a lot of things. Um, don't put all your eggs in one basket, so to speak, to use a horrible cliche, but just <laughs> what, <laughs> what it taught me really was that, um, and I, I've learned this a few times over the course of my life, but taking that shotgun approach and then following what works is really, really effective because you're going to fail all over the place. And sometimes failure isn't something that's like you get punched in the face by an orangutan failure, right? It's, right. it's like that subtle thing where you, invest your heart and soul in something and then it kind of fizzles out and nothing really happens. And so that, you know, you talked about how I've had all these amazing successes, um, which I guess is true. But if you look at those compared to the amount of things that I'm doing, I don't know, maybe they're three out of a hundred and the rest of them kind of fizzle out or fall flat on their face or whatever. And it's, it's really important to understand that because people with, from the outside in uh, perspective kind of want to think that everything you, someone told me once, actually I was a lot younger one of my best friends said, everything you touch turns to gold. And it's like, no, I just work my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> I love that mentality. And the shotgun approach is so true. And it's exactly what worked for me, Abel, because, you know, I tried so many different things throughout my journey. And, you know, most of them turned to lead, you know, not to gold. And yeah. with Entrepreneur on Fire, and this is kind of something that I would like to get your perspective on a little bit, because it's kind of a little shift in my thinking as of recently and of books I've been reading and of just podcasts that I've been listening to, but I'm a big believer in it is, you know, there's a huge thing out there of, you know, follow your passion and, and really go after something that, you know, really lights you up inside. And I think that that is one way to go. And that is one of your shotgun approaches should be in that area. But I know for me, I mean, I was not passionate about podcasting when I started a seven-day-a-week podcast. I mean, how yeah. can you be passionate about something that you literally suck at? I mean, I was horrible. <laughs> I had no idea of the technical side of it. I had no idea of the hosting side of it. But I knew that it was a business that could be created, and I knew that I could develop expertise in it. And Abel, that expertise, once I got good, now I'm passionate. That developed into passion. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts about people just being really good at something or at least dedicated to becoming good and then having that passion bloom afterwards. Yeah. People definitely shortchange themselves all the time, but you can become an expert in almost anything. And that, that term is definitely thrown around, but think about it. If you spend the majority of your day doing one thing for any period of time, you're going to get really, really good. And what is expert? Is it, you know, the tippity top, 0.0001% of people who actually are experts, or is it just being better or, or knowing more than, you know, 97% of the people out there? And I guarantee <laughs> you, if you, if you get the top two to three books on a subject and you really study them, 
and you absorb that knowledge and you put it into practice, you're going to have a huge step up on probably nine out of 10 people out there on that particular subject. So like you said, as soon as you start kicking butt at something, you tend to like it a lot more. Um, and, and I found that as well. Like I grew up, like I said, playing a lot of instruments and I taught music for a while and I still, I still love to play. And when you first start playing, you can't really do that much. You can like kind of make sounds, but you, you reach this point after this, you know, a series of plateaus where all of a sudden you can create something and it's beautiful or it's interesting. And sometimes it's awful and other times it's great, but like you get that <laughs> taste and then you just play more and more and you can really apply that meta- metaphor to anything in life. I mean, Abel, I almost think this this mindset that we're talking about right here is almost too powerful to walk away from right now because I just want to give a quick example to kind of put an exclamation point of everything that you're saying so the listeners can really be like, you know what? Abel and John are right, and this is exciting stuff, Fire Nation. I mean, let me give a real quick example. I mentor this one guy. He's a great guy, and he's just starting his online business. And he's like, John, I feel like I don't know anything about anything. I'm like, listen, what's one subject you're a little interested in? He's like, well, I would love to know about SEO. So long story short, he took a four-hour course, just a four-hour course on SEO. And he's also in my 100-person mastermind, Fire Nation Elite. And so later that week, after that four-hour course, somebody in Fire Nation Elite posted a question. Hey, does anybody know what happens with this SEO thing with Google? And this guy that just took this four-hour course posted a very eloquent answer that came directly from the course that he had gained knowledge from. And then it was like a horde descended upon him. Fire Nation Elite from all sides came, oh, you know, Anthony, can you do this? Anthony, can you help me with this SEO? Can you help me with this? And then all of a sudden, he was looked at as an SEO expert. He came to me and he said those words, Abel. He said, John, I cannot believe that after this four-hour course, everybody's now looking at me as an SEO expert. This is A, amazing, and it's mind-revealing, and wow, is it powerful. And you know what the reality is? I'm really helping these people. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. And it's like, when you think about it, how many people, even on the internet, have have sat down and taken and studied a really well-designed four-hour course on something, right. especially SEO? Most of us yeah. haven't. I know I haven't. No, I have um, not. <laughs> yeah, so that's why you can be an expert by by spending four hours of your time. Uh, and, and you can really do that with almost anything. And I, I encourage people to do it with almost everything, right? Because you never know what you're going to love uh, until you try it. And, and so that's why the shotgun approach is so dang effective. So effective. I mean, for me, it was Adobe Audition Able. I knew if I wanted to become an amazing podcaster and edit and really get everything that I needed to do with inserting intros and sponsorships, I had to learn this, which looked like Greek to me. I sat down for one Saturday, 10 hours. It was painful, but I woke up Sunday morning, probably more of an expert than 99.9% of the world in Adobe Audition, and it's only yeah. grown from there. That's so cool. And there's, there's another really cool thing that happens. I was, I've been thinking about this a lot because people are just like, well, you need to get this off your plate. Why are you spending so much time coding or doing like the, the background stuff? And I realized that it's because when you learn a new skill, when you learn a new piece of software, like you mentioned, learning Adobe or, or you learn Photoshop or video editing or how to podcast or whatever, you all of a sudden are opened up to all of these opportunities to yes. create something that you didn't know you could create before. Now you have these tools, you see how you can connect the dots between an idea and something that actually exists. And that's pretty cool. So I, I think continuing, continuing to learn 
um, new technologies and softwares and skills and, and subjects is something that's essential to moving forward in business and, and life in general. Wow. Abel, this conversation, I'm going to just going to throw it out there, is pure gold. Fire Nation, you guys are getting way more than you bargained for today. <laughs> so kudos to you, Abel, for sparking this fire inside of both of us because we're obviously you, both passionate about what we're talking about here. And let's totally. turn the spotlight back to your journey now because, again, it's been an amazing one. You shared with us a struggle, an obstacle you know, that you overcame. Let's talk about an aha moment now. Let's talk about a light bulb that went off. At some point in your journey, you were just like, you know what? Wow, this is me. This is Abel James. Tell us that story, Abel. And more importantly, the steps that you took to turn that idea, that aha moment into a success. Yeah. So one of my dirty little secrets is that I uh, had been blogging for like four years before I started up Fat Burning Man. Ooh. And it's just, no one really read it. You know, it was like my aunt or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, so I'd been doing it for a while, but I didn't really put myself out there. There weren't really a lot of pictures of me and, and it, I wasn't investing a whole lot in it. Uh, and I certainly wasn't risking a whole lot. And what were you blogging about specifically? Well, I did it about travel for a while and I also did it about, um, uh, health and fitness, okay. mostly food, which is, you know, what I'm doing now. But when I started fat burning man, I basically, it was a go for broke moment where it's like, I'm a, <laughs> and one of the reasons I go by Abel James, um, for music and for podcasting and, and my business stuff is because my full name is Abel James Bascom. And so, um, Abel Bascom was the consultant who was doing, you know, like keynote addresses for the federal government or whatever. <laughs> and Abel James was the crazy musician and the guy who was, you know, taking his shirt off and, and writing food blogs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that separation was really, um, really useful. But when I experienced the most success, it was kind of an aha moment because the first thing that I do when I was reading, um, you know, diet and fitness books, health books, bodybuilding books, whatever, or going to websites, I look at the person, I flip it over and I look at the person and I'm just like, do they know what they're talking about? Are they living this? Cause you can see someone's health in their face usually. Um, and I realized, realized that on my blog, I didn't even really, I had like a picture or two. Uh, up. And so when I started Fat Burning Man, I'm just like, all right, I am going to, I know that this is what I would want to see. I would want to see that someone is living this. And so basically I put pictures of myself out there at my sickest and my fattest. Um, and I also put other pictures of me out there. Like my, my <laughs> podcast thumbnail is me with my shirt off, which is ridiculous. I like, in terms of a, a personality type, that's not me. Um, I, I'm not the Jersey Shore first person to take your shirt off type thing, but I realized <laughs> that that's what people need to take that leap of faith. And so I, it took, it took a lot of me dragging my feet and doing some testing, um, to, to get to the point where I was comfortable doing that. Um, and even comfortable is in air quotes. I'm still kind of uncomfortable <laughs> about it, but it's certainly, um, it works and it affects people. Um, and, and that's really the most important thing, putting yourself out there, the only way you can affect people is by putting yourself out there. I mean, Abel, when you can count an eight pack on the little thumbnail of an I, on the <laughs> iTunes store, you should be more comfortable putting yourself out there. I mean, for my thumbnail, it's a picture of a microphone. So I think that kind of puts us in perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So Abel, let's again, let's boil this down because there's a lot of value that you really just share with us. And 
I want Fire Nation to be able to walk away with just one gem, one takeaway from that experience that you had of, of really turning into the fat burning man and taking ownership. What would that be? Don't take yourself so seriously. Everything mm. that I do is is tongue in cheek. Like even fat burning man is like a triple entendre. And um, <laughs> there's this dichotomy that's really fun because people click on the thumbnail and they expect some like meathead to be talking about right. you know, like lifting 300 pounds or, or something stupid. And then what they find though is, is clearly a self-help show that's about spirituality and the mental game and uh, sustainability and changing the world. And so there's a really interesting thing there. Um, but people, you know, if, if I just had a picture of kale or whatever, wouldn't necessarily <laughs> click on it. And, and it certainly wouldn't, um, affect them in a visceral way. So I think, and, and this is just an example, but it's like, you need to be able to take that risk and you're going to get lampooned. Like when I first came out and people, you know, found my website, they're just like, Oh my God, right. what are you doing? Um, you can't do that. That's, that's what they told me. Like everyone was just like, well, you can't do that. Like you don't have your degree in nutrition. You studied brain science. And I'm just like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> right? Like I don't <laughs> care what you say. I'm just going to do this. We'll see what happens. If it falls flat on its face, uh, it, it doesn't really matter. So when you're approaching an idea like that, don't let other people making fun of you or saying that it won't work, stop you. Because if you're truly passionate about it and you want it to work, no one can stop you, no matter what they say. One of the people that I respect most in this industry is a guy by the name of Ramit Sethi, and he loves talking about the vocal minority. And this is one thing that I really want Fire Nation to focus on is that word minority. There are always going to be a vocal minority for everybody doing everything. And for every one person that was lampooning able for what he had as far as visually and what he was representing, there were thousands of people that were resonating with him silently, you know, the, yeah. the silent majority, so to speak. And I mean, that's obviously extremely evident by his number one ranking in 2012 and 2013 in the health section for podcasting. So Fire Nation, don't let one or two of the vocal minority shift you shift who you are, shift what what resonates with your authentic self. And Abel didn't let that happen. He blocked out that white noise. I've blocked out a lot of white noise along my journey and stayed my focus to where now I was just awarded by iTunes 2013 Best in iTunes. And these are things. So awesome. Thanks, Abel. And Congratulations. I really appreciate that. And it's such an honor for my team because of the work that we put in. Literally, we did 365 episodes in 2013, Abel. And it's we're going to we're gonna do the same thing in 2014. I mean, we'd love doing it. I mean, why wouldn't I want to talk to people like yourself seven days a week? I mean, that's what gets me going. So... What I want to do now, Abel, is ask you this question. It's kind of a curveball. I don't know if you're ready for it, but I'm going to do it anyways. Hit it. What is your proudest entrepreneurial moment? Ooh, that's such a good one. <laughs> that is so good. I think it was our first team meeting. There were, there were a couple of them, but my first team meeting was definitely a big one because I realized for the first time in my life, really, I'd created this thing and was employing people, um, just, just amazing people who really believe in this work and are doing great things for the world. And that's something that, you know, came out of absolutely nothing. And I, I knew all the hard times that 
I had gone through all of that lampooning, like I said before, <laughs> all of that other stuff was worth it at that moment because I realized that those, um, actually my, almost my entire team is, is girls, but they are all in the same room. You know, we're sipping coffee, we're relaxing and talking about how to change the world. And that for me was just so powerful because it's not all about you, um, at some point. And I never wanted it to be all about me. I wanted it to be about creating something cool and, and, you know, that bottoms up change that I was talking about before. If you have a team of people who really believe in what you do and you have a similar aligned vision, then you really can change the world. And so for me, sitting there with them was this magical moment where it's just like this, this is happening. And so I still feel that every time like I'm hanging out with my team and I, I just love it. I am really glad that you shared that moment because for a lot of entrepreneurs, there's this mentality that when you leave like corporate America, or when you leave like that big high paying sales job or whatever that may be, that you're going to be, you're confining yourself to basically seclusion. Like you're confining yourself to your bedroom, huddled over a little desk in a dark corner, like typing on a, <laughs> a Mac Air, like with no access to the outside world except through your quote unquote blog and email newsletter. And that's just not the case. There are people like yourself, Abel, and even myself here at Entrepreneur on Fire, we're building teams. You know, I have people that work with and for Entrepreneur on Fire literally around the world every single day. And you do as well. And you're impacting people around the world. And I want Fire Nation to take from this that when you start your entrepreneurial journey, you can focus on whatever you want to, but know that it is possible to build powerful teams, powerful tribes that will change the world. So that's a great moment to share, Abel. And what I want to do with that moment is bring it to present times now, because you currently have a lot of things going on today that you're really proud of and that you're really excited about. But share with us, share with Fire Nation one thing that's just really exciting you right now. So I just got word that actually from the same best of 2013, one of our apps was selected. Our first app ever was selected as best of 2013. And wow. when we first, yeah, it's so cool. Cause when we first released it, it was, we didn't really know what would happen, but we knew we put a lot of effort into designing it, coming up with beautiful photography. It's called caveman feast and it's, it's paleo recipes. And when we first released it, it hit number one in food drink in like the first hour and then uh number six in the world for a week after that like just <laughs> it's like minecraft and like the stuff from warner brothers and a couple of other ones like contra and then like our app um and angry birds was like 45 or like way down there and we're just <laughs> like this is incredible because you know there's a huge difference between having a podcast or you know selling some kindle books or or digital products or whatever and actually being able to play with the big guys with huge amounts of money and right. resources and technology and staffing that you don't even come close to but like being able to get up there is so freaking cool so that that got me pretty excited about doing much more of that in the in the years to come that gets me fired up, Abel. And, you know, that's kind of one reason why I know myself and Lewis Howes were really excited to bring you into the Integrity Network, which we can talk about for a minute here, because, sure. you know, that's just another example of how us, you know, the independent entrepreneurs, just a couple guys that are hanging out, girls with, you know, small teams that are kind of taking and living life you know, as we wanted and, and with our own focus and mentality, you know, are now putting together 
kind of companies and networks and corporations to really battle the big boys. So now, you know, we've recently launched in iTunes, in SoundCloud, in Stitcher Radio, the Integrity Network, which right now is just a very tight knit 10 person podcasting network. But we're right there next to BBC, next to ESPN, next to you know, MSNBC, because, you know, we are really providing great value. And when we sat down with iTunes up in Cupertino and they saw what we were looking to bring, they were powerful. So Abel, I'm excited to have you on that team. I mean, you're obviously an amazing addition. Thank you. I'm really excited about it too. What a awesome group of people doing killer work. It's just, you know, one of the coolest things about technology and, and the leaps that it's, taken in the past few years is that we can play the game with the big guys and right. we, we can just, you know, sit right now. I'm standing at my computer talking into a microphone and, you know, hundreds of thousands of people will probably be listening to this. And this is absolutely unprecedented. 10 years ago, that, that would have been impossible. But now if we have something to say, which, which of course you do, John, and uh, I'd like to think that I do as well, like <laughs> you can, actually affect change from your desk. So like these excuses that people used to have about, you know, the, the barrier to entry or, or building a platform or whatever, it's just completely irrelevant. Now you can change the world with like a MacBook Air. Yes, <laughs> literally. That's how I started. Yeah. Oh, and I want Fire Nation to really take the little nuance that Abel mentioned um, that, that really highlights the difference between the fat burning man and the not fat burning man, which is me. You know, Abel said he's standing at his desk. Why is he standing? <laughs> because he knows it's smart to be standing, to be kind of moving around, to be burning some calories. He probably has a bottle of water nearby. Picture me, Fire Nation. My legs are propped up on my desk. I'm sitting in this cozy recliner chair. My chai tea is right in my right hand right now. It probably has 43 grams of sugar per sip. Oh, That's the difference. So <laughs> I'm just getting able. I'm black coffee all the way and water. So <laughs> nice. No judgment here. But listen, Abel, we could obviously continue to talk for hours because um, it's just these great vibes, these great things that are coming out of these random tangents and rabbit holes we're going down. And wow, I can just say that I know we're both going to be at a New Media Expo in just about 10 days here. And this actual interview will be going live well after that. But I know that New Media Expo is an example of a great place where so many Fire Nation listeners are going to be going for the first time, some for multiple times, and just resonating with this industry, these type of people that we're talking about. And it's just so powerful to see people, like you said, Abel, with just a Mac Air that are changing the world. And we're going to take a minute here to thank our sponsors. Do you ever feel like the services that you purchase only look at you as a number? Whatever happened to personalized help? And since when is it so difficult to actually get someone on the line to troubleshoot or to help you get set up? Legal protection is no exception. Luckily, whether you're getting ready to start a business, protect your family, or safeguard your assets, LegalZoom has a service that can help. LegalZoom offers award-winning services developed by some of the best legal minds in the country. And the great thing about LegalZoom is that every business or family who engages with them gets personalized attention from start to finish. That's why over 90% of LegalZoom customers would recommend the service to their family. Now that's powerful. LegalZoom is not a law firm and provides self-help services at your specific direction. But there's so much more. Now, every LLC and incorporation package includes easy-to-use business accounting software, a $269 value for free. 
Be sure to enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout at LegalZoom.com. What a revolutionary concept, audiobooks. Imagine what our car rides and workouts would be like without audio content. Seriously, how do we ever go on runs with our Walkman and CD players bulking up our pockets or drive from point A to point B without hooking up our MP3 players to our car dashboards? I am so glad I don't have to think about that anymore, especially now that I have audiobooks.com. Audiobooks.com allows you to listen to your favorite titles instantly, anywhere. You can choose from more than 40,000 books, and I know you have a growing list of business books you've been meaning to dive into. With their industry-leading bookmarking technology, you can seamlessly switch between devices without losing your place. Make sure you're getting the titles you really care about. Audiobooks offers free sampling so you can preview as many books as you like even before you sign up. Get your first book for free today by going to audiobooks.com slash fire. This is just a perfect segue to what my favorite part of the interview is, and that's the lightning rounds. And this is where I get to provide you, Abel, with a series of questions, and you come back at us, Fire Nation style, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? It was uh, a couple of things. The first one is I didn't really know that it was possible. I didn't have good examples of what that meant, especially in this new way of doing it. And the second one was a uh, a cushy paycheck uh, that was in six figures for the past few years. And it's just so hard to get over that and say, you know what? I don't, I don't want that security anymore. I'm going to you know, <laughs> abandon this and build something ridiculous on the internet and sell digital products. You know, it's, it's kind of preposterous, uh, to, to take that leap at first. And it goes against all your good judgment and what most people are saying around you. But as soon as you do, that's when it just takes off like a rocket. The golden handcuffs. I know them well, Abel. What is the best advice you've ever received? Follow your passion. My dad told me that Growing up, he said, it doesn't really matter what you're good at or uh, what people say you should do. If you believe in it and it really fires you up, then you should absolutely do it and you should pursue it. Uh, and so I've I've taken that with me over the course of my, my whole life. If I don't want to do something, if I don't believe in it, I have no problem saying no. And it ticks a lot of people off, especially with the <laughs> – one of my friends calls it uh, leg humping that happens with <laughs> – affiliate marketing, essentially, where people are just like, hey, send this to your list, then I will send this to my list. And it just goes back and forth, back and forth over and over again. I say no to almost everybody. Um, And I feel really comfortable doing that because I'm following my passion. It doesn't matter if I'm, I've turned down more than seven figures this year, um, I realized, in, in sponsorships and advertising and affiliate deals and all sorts of other nonsense. And I feel really good about that. Because I believe in my message. And as soon as you kind of cross that line into the gray area, even if you achieve something huge, you don't really have anything left. Absolutely. And you may have turned down seven figures right at that point, but what would you have been turning down down the road by damaging your brand had you taken that? So overall, absolutely love that mentality. And Abel, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? Absolutely. Absolutely. This is super low tech. I have a notebook that I carry absolutely everywhere. And I would say on any given day, it doesn't matter what I'm doing that day. I spend about one third of my day 
writing in my notebook. Wow. And it could be diagramming out ideas or frameworks or writing to-do lists, organizing different things, writing down song lyrics. It doesn't matter. Just like as soon as you have an idea and you get it out of your head, it doesn't have to rattle around anymore. You don't have to make decisions about it or try to remember it. It's just there. And one really interesting thing that happens is even though I'm writing in my notebook all the time, I hardly ever look back at any of the things that I've written because as soon as I write them, somehow it's cemented in my memory. I remember when I was 15 years old, I read this book that basically looked at the top thinkers of all time, Einstein, Edison, and Benjamin Franklin, and people going way back to Vinci. And one of the biggest similarities they found in those people is that they all um, journaled or wrote very, very frequently. They always had something like a notepad around with them where they could write down their ideas and think through different things. And so I do that every single day. Powerful. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? I would, I would have to go back to the low tech piece. Um, aside from that, it's, it's the typical ones. It's Evernote, Gmail, cloud type services. I love Google drive for collaborating with my team. Uh, I, I would say the low-tech version would definitely be the journal and the high-tech would be just the cloud in general. Being able to share uh, video, audio, text in real time is absolutely incredible. And and people, a lot of people don't really take advantage of that. Absolutely. I mean, Entrepreneur on Fire runs off of Google Docs and Google Drive. It's amazing the actual business that can be run from just one platform, from Google Docs, from Dropbox, from the cloud in general. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we're chatting about today at eofire.com slash Abel James. Abel, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? I'm sure you've never gotten this one before, (laughs) but this is one that I just gave to my dad for Christmas. And I, it's one of my favorite books of all time. It's called Wabi Sabi. And it's about finding beauty in, in the natural and the kind of ugly and the rough around the edges type stuff that most of us think are just kind of like a, like a rock that's covered in moss would be an example of the beauty that's in the natural world. And I think what, what it reminds me to do is in any situation, any business situation, any high tech situation, you can see beauty in it. You know, no matter what's going on, like right now, I told you before, my dog had diarrhea last night. I didn't <laughs> sleep for longer than 20 minutes at any given moment last night. I have horrible allergies. That said, 99.9% of the things in my life right now are absolutely mind-blowingly incredible. And I think if anyone out there is honest with themselves right now, if, if this is being pumped into their earbuds or coming through some sort of magical technology your life is pretty excellent as well. So mm-hmm. Wabi Sabi is a really short read, a, a beautiful book that kind of gets at the heart of that and, and reminds you that there's beauty in everything. Love that. And Abel, Fire Nation loves audio. So if they haven't already, they can get an amazing audio book just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. So Abel, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? (laughs) I would go to a coffee shop every single day and I would spend $3 a day on coffee 
<laughs> and then I would just crank out something. I, I would, uh, w- whatever I felt like I was concerning my brain with, or my spirit with that particular week, I would write something or I would record something, um, that could be meaningful and resonate with other people. So for me, I mean, that's really all over the place. Really interestingly, most of the interviews that I do outside of my own are not in health and fitness. They're in, in business or right. productivity or the mental game or, or what have you. And so there are so many things that you can talk about and there are so many things that you can share and the barrier to entry with all of that is just so small that you, you should, if you love building Lego Tonka trucks or something, then, then share that with people. If you, if you love building homemade customized fishing lures, then be all about it. Devote your time to that, create something that can affect people and spread your passion. So that's what I would do. And I think I would probably focus on maybe beauty this week. I would, I would talk about how to see beauty and everything and maybe write some blog posts, maybe write a short book or a guide, do some audio interviews. I mean, I, I would do, <laughs> I would follow a very similar path uh, this week, if I were in that situation, as the one that I'm following right now. There's never been a better time, Fire Nation, to unbelievably specialize and niche down in something that you're passionate about because you now have a platform and multiple platforms to reach literally the world. And because of that, you will find people that resonate with you. You're no longer confined to your small town, New Hampshire, Abel, where you grew up, or to me and my small town in Maine. We literally have platforms now where we can reach other people that have similar passions and we can grow audiences that way. So it is amazing intel to be passing along to Fire Nation. And Abel, wow, have I truly enjoyed hearing your journey and the stories that you shared were so inspiring on so many different levels. And let's end by you giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. Okay. So um, easiest way to find me is if you like the health and fitness stuff or you're curious about what I'm doing there, it's Fat Burning Man. Dot com And the podcast is called Fat Burning Man. We have audio and video. And uh, Abel James is my personal website. You can find the other catch-all stuff there. And then in, in terms of uh, parting wisdom, I would say challenge yourself to be happy today. With the amount of things that, that are probably going wrong or that you're concerning yourself with or the lack of sleep or whatever, Try to focus on being happy. If, if, if you do something today that makes you happier than you'd otherwise be, then you will be more productive. It will be contagious. Other people will, will get happier. You can actually start affecting some change. But it all starts with making that effort and prioritizing it. If you're going to be bummed out, it's really easy to do. Um, and, and you'll do it if you let yourself. But if you force yourself to have a good time, then you absolutely will. And it's going to change your life. And if you have a dog, Fire Nation, and that dog does not have diarrhea, then you are already one up on Abel for the day. So congratulations in Abel. Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com. They can click on the podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives or just enter Abel in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up, Fire Nation. Abel, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much, John.
Are you ready to start your own business, but you're not sure where to begin? If you're looking for one killer resource to help you along the way, then I'd like to invite you to join me on The Fire Path, where your passion and our guidance unite. Just visit thefirepath.com to sign up for our exclusive weekly email, and you'll receive our most comprehensive business startup series yet. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.